What's up, y'all? It's your boy here, David Haynes, here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show. It is officially Friday. Thank God, right? I'm sure mm-hmm. it's been a very long week for um for the both of us and for everybody. Uh, regardless, we still managed to get through it. And I'm here holding it down with one of my number one co-hosts, Alex Sanson Gomez. What's up, Alex? I'm brilliant. Good afternoon, everybody. Um. Honestly, I think that this week started annoying, slow, and like second week of school, mm-hmm. and I was down, and I was like, I'm not sleeping properly, and then all of a sudden, it just completely turned around, and I get myself reasonable going to bedtimes and getting my full 10 hours for the first time in a while, and it's like, I'm in a completely different place, and it's well, like so good. full of like hype and energy, <laughs> so to all of you all out there, I'm feeling superb. Well, that is great. Um, Well, it's Friday, and you know what we do best. We turn up with some nice jams in celebration. So without further ado, we got Jennifer Hudson, It's Your World, featuring R. Kelly from off of her album, J-Hud. Just sit back, relax, and we'll be right back with you here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show.
are back here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show. What you just got finished listening to was Jennifer Hudson, It's Your World, featuring R. Kelly from off of her album, J-Hud. Yup, it's your world, baby. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're going to start off with the host chat. You know, we what we usually do in the show, talking about our week. It's been a very long week. I feel like it's, the, you know, the days went by pretty quickly, but... I've been occupied with so many things at the same time where it feels like it's just been so long and dreadful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I it's definitely just, do. just back and forth, back and forth. But I'm glad that uh, it is officially Friday and, um, you know, we get to settle down and relax and get rejuvenated for the week that is coming our way. Got any plans for the weekend, Alex? Um, well, I've got to work at FLLC with a, um, I've got to do an interview for my theatre class. Alrighty. Yeah, we're going to, um, emulate a style of this, um, we've got an actress who's going to come, uh, visit us here at Goucher, um, pretty soon. Um, she was in the West Wing, and I can't remember her name, but she's from Baltimore. Oh. Oh, blimey, I'm, I'm so annoyed I can't remember, I'll bring it back up in the show. And she's a style of acting where... She uh, reint- where she retells stories of variant various people by emulating their accents and the way they sit down and and, and how they act mm-hmm. um, and they tell a particular story. And so, um, what we're going to do is that we're going to interview uh, members of uh, people that come to the FLLC to take classes and try to capture their stories and then translate them to this acting technique that we're currently learning. Oh, that's so really awesome. To that. I'm going to play some soccer before it gets cold again. <laughs> this is going to be a wonderful plus 60. Yes, it's cold outside. Right now, it's freezing. Seriously. Like around 40, 50. Mm-hmm. Um, not accurate on that, by the way, guys. I'm so on. sorry. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, it's splendid because it's going to be back to around 60, almost 70 in the afternoon tomorrow. And I'm going to get out of my shorts, play football for one last time before it gets cold once more. It starts raining on Sunday. It just gets colder <laughs> and colder from then on. What are your plans for the weekend, David? Well, um, just preparing for my shows. Um, supposed to be p- performing on this coming Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see if that happens. Well, I'll be there. Um, yes, most definitely. I will keep you p- updated. Um, but uh, there are some solidified dates. I will be performing on the 24th of April, I think. I don't know. You got to look at it. You got to look on um, IamDavidHaines.com. I can't keep everything, um, you know, on hand. Um, but but the, the good thing it will be updated. Huh? I'm sorry. When Jessica Castro comes back, she'll just be able to yes. announce it. Yes, yes, uh, yes. We uh, miss uh, you, Jess. Uh, yeah, Jess. Um, but, yeah, uh, outside of that, preparation for the shows um, and, you know, the opera and everything, uh, just catching up on some schoolwork and getting the rest that I need to keep going and uh, working out. I just got finished coming from the gym not too long ago, and nice. um, I'm a little restless, but I'm here. We're here for you, and uh, we're just gonna bask in the in, bask in the excitement of this Friday afternoon. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. make sure that you go on IamDavidHaines.com and keep up with the show as well as the performance dates and you know the the things that the new things that we have here on the show such as the new segment uh we've been talking about it for quite some time now it's called ask david with jessica castro and alex anson gomez basically where we allow our listeners to uh engage with us on a transparent basis by sending us um anonymous letters uh all you have to do to participate is um log on to iamdavidhaines.com and you can send in your anonymous letter uh right there on the blog on the blog page so yeah make sure you do that and check out the new website while you're there coming right up we got michael jackson want to be starting something from off of the greatest selling album of all time thriller so just sit back relax and we'll be right back with you here on the david haynes afternoon show
And we're back here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show. What you just got finished listening to was Michael Jackson. Want to be starting something from off of the greatest selling album of all time, Thriller. So right now we're about to get into our segments. I'm going to be doing the local news and events uh, for just today. Um, Starting off with the Goucher events that we have for today as well as tomorrow. So today, tonight at 6 p.m., you can meet the artist Alan Heinlein, meet guest artist in residence, uh, meet guest artist Alan Heinlein and watch a rehearsal of his work to be performed on the Goucher Repertory Dance Ensemble Spring Concert. Um, So if you want to head down and look at that and witness that, witness his magic, you can head down to the Todd Dance Studio uh, here on Gouch's campus at 6 p.m. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., the men's lacrosse team will be going against Haverford College on the Belden Field. That's at 11 a.m. Also tomorrow, um, at 1 p.m., the win- the women's lacrosse team will be having a scrimmage against Missouri Cordia, uh, which is another college, college yeah. institution. Um, that'll be held on the Belden Field as well. And at 2 p.m., the following out the following hour, uh, the women's basketball team will um, have a game at Elizabeth. Town College uh, that'll be held at the Decker Sports and Recreation Center Um, and at 4 p.m. the men's basketball team will also have uh, um, a uh, basketball a basketball um, game game, yeah Yeah, um, at their Decker Decker Sports and Recreation Gymnasium Mm -hmm. so yeah those Um, are the events you've got for this weekend right? yes perfect so, um, so, um, so we found this story, uh, as of just today before the show started on the Baltimore Sun. Uh, it's entitled Hold Up, Hun Baltimore's <laughs> Black Vernacular Youthful Dynamic, if less recognized than Balmarie's. Now, you as a local Baltimorean, David, um, well, first, you're going to put on uh, a video that the article came with, mm-hmm. and it has um, several people from Baltimore. Yes. So uh, one of the people that I actually know, uh, he's a City College alumnus, and I also had the uh, the uh, privilege of performing, uh, opening up for him for one of his shows, uh, Quintuani Fidel. If you don't know him, you better ask somebody or look him up online. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a very renowned poet, and uh, by the way, he just released his new book called Raw Wounds, which is available on his website as well as on Amazon. So why don't you go and cop that right now? Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play the video. Yes, we should. All righty. For real. Everybody always say what it is, or for real, for real. If you're from Baltimore and don't know what a chicken box is, then you're not from here. <laughs> That's him. That's so true. There, there really are at least two different accents in Baltimore, two main accents. One of those is the Balmer type accent, the Balmerese that gets popularized um, often in the media, which is sort of the Hun style of talking, the um, style that kind of originated among the white working class of neighborhoods like Hamden. Um, you know, sometimes folks attribute it to Canton, Dundalk, those, uh, those neighborhoods. And then you also have a very different um, accent and, and variety that is used among um, members of the African-American community in Baltimore. Not all people, obviously, from all of these communities sound exactly the same, but linguists have noticed some distinct differences between those two. People say a lot of, lot of these words in, 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 in uh, Baltimore. Hello. Geekin. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> hey, yo. And then yo is like the number one word in the history of Baltimore. This is D. Watkins. My father, my uncles, mm-hmm. you know, whoever my grandfather was, whatever, <laughs> like everybody said yo. I think every city should have like their own, um, their own little words or phrases or things that they use. Um, it's, it's good for social fabric. It's good for, um, to put your living experience in a context that only people who live that experience can understand. Mm-hmm. And um, historically, it's been important for, um, many things like the conversation we had about slavery and how slaves had to develop a coded language so that they could actually 
exist on plantations. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I think we're all we're all children of that generation and and, and of those ideas. You know, so I think I think that's important. That stuff, you know, it molds us. You know, yes, that's how Bonnie. we connect with our friends. You know, and our families. And you know, I can never go learn all of these big words. You know, that everybody, that the world wants you to learn for what reason? I don't know why. And then, how will I ever be able to come back and communicate with my family, my mother, my father, my cousins? You get what I'm saying? So, I believe that it's definitely important to stick to those roots. You know, and I'm and I'm and you know, it's always good to know how to code switch and you know, definitely use more intellectual vocabulary depending on the people that you're around but i feel like you should never neglect you know the stuff that really you know birthed you yeah i think that's pretty mm. cool um so let's talk for it on because i want to ask you david as a as a baltimorean mm-hmm. how do you feel about this i i feel like uh it is very much accurate the things that they're saying in this video now um me being from baltimore i'm a county boy so I never really, I mean, and my mom always taught me to speak correctly and to enunciate my words. So, I mean, there are times when, I, um, when I'm talking with, you know, some of my peers, some of my friends, and they tell me, you got a little twang to, to, your, uh, <laughs> to your voice. Because sometimes I'll, 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 I can't explain it. It's just like a run-on sentence. Like, it's like a Southern thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, or I'll... I will I will make up my own contractions, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to do this or <laughs> what y'all doing. You know, I always say y'all, yeah, and they doing? all they always saying y'all this and y'all that, and you know, it's they they always get on me about that. Especially you know when we start talking about different things like food, for example. Yeah. So sometimes I say water. Sometimes I say water. Yeah. Um, I say water, and they can't right. get over it here. <laughs> I say auntie. They huh? say auntie. I don't. I don't say that. Thank you. You know, auntie. Thank you. There's a you there for a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. Auntie, auntie. It's just a number of words that we go back and forth and head to head with. Um, but yeah, I, I do get that. Uh, sometimes some people say I find myself saying Baltimore. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes I say Baltimore. It depends. It depends on where I am. But you know, we're constantly. Depending upon what society we are in, depending upon what people we are around, mm-hmm. you know, I think that uh, that that twang, that that cultural aspect of the Baltimorean will come out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it all depends. But that is very much true. Well, uh, I'm so glad that we were able to play that video, though. Yeah, I, I find it super interesting that, um, that, that uh, how you relate to that. Mm-hmm. To me, it's always been a bit tough because I never really lived in places where, you know, I, I, I'm from Mexico in the UK. Mm-hmm. But I've only lived in Mexico, right? And of course, every part of the country's got different accents. And I related a bit, a bit to what you were just saying because I remember being bullied a lot as a, as a kid, at least when I first moved to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't have a Mexican accent in Spanish because I was left in Switzerland before that. So when my mum taught me Spanish. I, I heard it from her, but I, I never spoke to any other people in Spanish. So she had a she had a proper Mexican accent, but the thing was that I would I would pronounce it as if I was speaking in in French or or in English, mm-hmm. like a very like almost Americanish Swiss accent when I spoke Spanish, and I like how we, we, we can both relate despite you having lived in the same place <laughs> most of your life, with how you can get like that that that, that talk about your your accent and, and where it comes from, uh-huh. and you'll go against it in a sense. So I loved how how you had that, and what I like about the article is that then. It goes on for. I mean, we recommend that you read it. I'll I'll put it on my on my part of the blog uh, on the website. Yeah. Um, at com. and what I like about it is that it goes into depth about um how white Baltimore and and the African American Baltimore kind of were like hold all different vernaculars mm-hmm. and which one is really Baltimore in a sense. Why well, they both Baltimore, um, in their own right and that's so culture. It's culture. I know, and, right? and it's beautiful, right? Right. So it is. I got another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go dog. Some mm-hmm. people say Doug. You know, <laughs> get the Doug out the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, can I get a hot Doug? Mm-hmm. Um, cousins. My mm-hmm. cousin. Speaking of my cousin, <laughs> shout out to uh, uh, my cousin, Ariel Dorsey, and my other cousin, uh, Aaron Dorsey. A doors. A A. Uh, she texted me not too long ago, wanted me to give her a shout out. So, Fantastic. shout out to you. 
both of y'all both of you guys are my favorite <laughs> there it is <laughs> what anyways um drama anyways we're gonna make a transition Definitely. from local news and events to entertainment news so we're gonna start off with uh justin timberlake uh he recently revealed why he decided to leave uh, the renowned boy band NSYNC. So according to Entertainment Tonight, he made a statement saying, I was outgrowing it. After seven years with the internationally renowned boy band, Timberlake parted ways with NSYNC in April of 2002 following a successful third album called Celebrity and, for, and a four-month stadium tour. The 36-year-old singer says despite the immense success, he was ready to embark on new projects, which solely catered to the music and not to sold-out stadiums. He said, and I quote, we were on a stadium tour and I just felt like the whole thing was too big. It started as a fun snowball fight that was becoming an avalanche. I felt like I cared more about the music than some of the other people in the group and I felt like I had other music I wanted to make and that I needed to follow my heart. Um, on a technical note, the group never broke up. The five members announced they were going on a, hi on a hiatus in the spring of 2002, but to this date, they have never official they have never officially gotten back together. Timberlake debuted his first solo single, "Like I Love You," in October of 2002, and the song hit number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart and his debut solo album Justified went to sell 3 million copies so yeah that that is good you know going out on your own and making your mark here in the world and you know just feeling your way out make you know being your own being independent mm -hmm. yeah and speaking of independence Solange Knowles uh expounds upon her journey when it came when it came to uh going out on her own. Um, so uh, according to Bizarre Magazine, Solange Knowles, who just scored her first number one album and Grammy nomination, is finally getting the recognition she deserves as an artist. But she's no stranger to the musical spotlight. With Beyonce as an older sister and Kelly Rowland as a close family friend, practically a sister, uh, she has been at the periphery of fame from a very young age. In her cover profile for Elle's March issue, the younger Knowles sister opens up a about her childhood with two-thirds of Destiny's Child and how it influenced her music. She said, and I quote, my sister and Kelly were the same age, which is like a built-in best friend in the house. They were extremely close. Writing felt like this insular thing that I could go back in my room and express all that I would observe, all the emotions that would arise. I felt like it felt like mine and my little thing. Uh, she also gave a statement in Interview Magazine where she was interviewed by her sister, Beyonce. Um, she said, and I quote, growing up in a household with a master class such as yourself definitely didn't hurt. And as far back as I can remember, our mother always taught us to be in control of our voice and our bodies and our work. And she showed us that through her example so yes um i think that's amazing you know both of the both of these articles cater to the chapter of being independent going out on your own making your own mark and doing what you have to do in order to fly in order to go for your purpose and being all that you were created to be doing all that you were created to do um so yes if that's you you better do it. Don't be scared. <laughs> Anyways, we got some more good music coming your way. Coming up is Justin Timberlake, Mirrors, from off of his album, The 2020 Experience. So just sit back, relax, and we'll be right back with you here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show. you something to admire cause you're shining something like a mirror and i can't help but notice you reflect in this heart of mine if you ever feel alone and the glare makes me hard to find just know that i'm always very loud on the other side cause with your hand in my head in a pocket full of soap i can say it is no just put your head on the past I'll be trying to pull you through You just gotta be strong 
Cause it doesn't seem really simple And I can't help and stay Cause I see truth somewhere in your eyes Ooh, I can't ever change without you You reflect me, I love that about you And if I could, I would look at us all the time Cause with your hand in my hand And a pocket full of soap I can tell you there's no place we could have go
are back here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show. What you just got finished listening to was Solange, Losing You, from off of her album, True. And the song before that was Justin Timberlake, Mirrors, from off of his album, 2020 Experience. Now we're about to get into our third segment, which is international news and sports, which is done by our very own Alex Sanson Gomez. What you got for us today, Alex? All right, David, so we've got today is a look into what the football has had as a result of last weekend and also produced in terms of what's next for the weekend. I'm sorry for that mumbo jumbo. Um, <laughs> anyhow, let's start with Brozia Dortmund. Now, Brozia Dortmund is famous for its enormous crowd size, uh, crowd sizes in Germany, as well as its great energy and it being quite simply a superb football team. They face a 85,000 pound fine, British sterling found, uh, fine for crowd trouble against RB Leipzig. Now, RB Leipzig, a controversial team in Germany. Germany is also known throughout world football for having a very interesting way that team way teams are owned. Teams cannot be fully owned by one individual, and the fans have a very big voice in how clubs are run. Meanwhile, RB Leipzig, um, as the first two letters show, is owned, in fact, by Red Bull, the energy drink company, mm. which goes against many of the morals that um, the German football believes in. Therefore, they are very acutely attacked by um, by the football fans, usually just, you know, mouth-to-mouth. And they're, not, they're, they're the most hated football team in Germany, basically, mm. um, and are seen as something replicating the English model where just one individual can tell the team how they like. The way German people see it, RB Leipzig is basically a commercial ploy for mm. um, the Red Bull company. So, as a result, um, Borussia Dortmund, uh, in front of their famous yellow wall stand, which can hold 25,000 people on the north side of the stadium, um, might be emptied next, next weekend as a result of them carrying signs uh, against said team. One of the signs uh, read, Slaughter the Bulls, um, as an innuendo toward... Um, you know, the mm. company Red Bull. Another thing, um, Dortmund has already promised to crack down fan violence and the club said they deeply regrets last weekend's violence although, and that also left police officers and a police dog injured. Mm. Um, the Westfalen Stadium in Southside is nicknamed the Yellow Wall and it's the largest stand in Europe with 25,000 person capacity and it usually is known for its huge um, signs and I would recommend that you look them up because it's quite incredible what those fans can come together to do. Um, but let's look forward into the weekend now. In uh, the English Premier League, uh, Arsenal are going to house Hull City tomorrow at 7.30am and you bet that I'm going to be awake for that 7.30 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Stoke City, on the other hand, will play uh, Crystal Palace at home. Man United, who are on a terrific run, are going to play Watford. Middlesbrough will host Everton. West Ham, who just lost Dimitri Payet, will play against West Brom, who just lost Saido Berahino. Sunderland will host Southampton. The big game this weekend will be Liverpool against Tottenham, as Liverpool seek to refine any sort of form after their dreadful uh, 2017 for now, as a Tottenham trying to get back into the title race. Burnley will host current um, first places ahead by 12 points. Chelsea, Swansea will host Leicester City and Bournemouth will host the ever-crushing Man City who ever, every time they seem to meet Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth seems to lose by around five to four goals. So hopefully it's not that heavy on my grandparents' team um, <laughs> that time around. If you're there, Grandma and Grandpa, <laughs> I love you. Um, uh, what's next? Now we're going to go into international news um shia labeouf is um shia labeouf i do apologize <laughs> sir um so you saw how he had like an anti-trump exhibit um down at a museum in new york which he read um he will not divide us and he planned to stream like this little um this piece of art throughout um the next um the next few um basically the whole of donald trump's campaign mm -hmm. right um it's just been shut down because it become a hub for um, all sorts of violence, mm -hmm. uh, including Shia LaBeouf being arrested for uh, punching a Nazi uh, there as well. Yeah. So um, as a result, the museum decided to close down um, this Come exhibit. On, yeah. Um, so it basically the whole idea of it was in the early hours of January uh, 26th. Um, 
Shia LaBeouf was charged with assault and harassment after a confrontation with a man that was broadcasted on the live stream because mm. it's it's all over the internet, right? Jeez. In a statement, the museum said that the atmosphere of the exhibit named He Will Not Divide Us dot US deteriorated uh, market, uh, markedly after LaBeouf's arrest. And there had been dozens of threats of violence and numerous arrests that had become a flashpoint of violence. Um, and until public safety concerns overrode the intent of the installation, He Will Not Divide Us dot US generated an important uh, conversation, allowing interaction among people from many backgrounds with different viewpoints, the museum had said. So it is a deep regret the museum have closed the uh, entity down. Um, in other news, we can go to uh, the city of Montpellier in the south of France, where a uh, where the police have averted an imminent terrorist attack. Counterterrorism police raided a flat in Montpellier earlier today, uh, and it has said that. Thanks to this operation, uh, three men and a girl of 16 were found with bomb-making materials and anti uh, by anti-terrorist police in the raid on the flat in the southern city. Mm. Homemade explosives were similar to the ones used in the Paris attacks of November 2015, and reports suggested the girl uh, had made jihadist um, declarations online. Since the beginning of 2015, at least 230 people have been killed in jihadist attacks in France. Last wow. week, a soldier received a minor injuries when a machete-welding man tried to enter the Louvre Museum in Paris. The man, a 25-year-old Egyptian named uh, Abdullah Hamami, was shot and critically injured. Mm. Uh, photos from the scene um, in the Montpellier show debris outside the door of the flat and police uh, storming that said flat on Friday morning. A report suggested that one of the Montpellier detainees uh, was a would-be suicide attacker. Local news site M6 Info said that the four were planning an attack on a tourist site in Paris, but a police source told AFP News that investiga investigators had not been able to establish the exact target. Um, as a result, these people are currently being um, are currently being um, interrogated. Um, as a result, uh, France's top constitutional court struck down a law which penalized those who consult jihadist websites. The Constitutional uh, Council found that the law infringed on people's freedom of communication and that it was unnecessary. Therefore, saying that anybody could technically visit these sites and they will not be um, they will not be uh, persecuted for it. But of course, they shall be monitored nonetheless. Uh, and finally, President Donald Trump vows to win the travel ban court fight, despite two courts already having uh, gone against his Muslim ban. Donald <laughs> uh, Trump has said that he will has no doubt that his administration will win the legal challenges with his travel ban. In a press conference with Prime Minister uh, Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, Mr. Trump also promised to move rapidly to introduce additional security steps for the U.S. next week. Mm. He spoke as a Virginia. As Virginia state lawmakers argued in court that his policy resulted from animus, uh, animus toward Muslims. And on <coughs> a Thursday, uh, an appeals court said that the administration failed to order any evidence to justify its measure. <coughs> so despite the rhetoric of the new American president, it seems that the checks and balances will once again succeed in this battle in keeping this ban illegal. As more and more refugees and green card holders from these seven countries who have previously been able to legally enter the United States are coming back to this country to seek the residence that I had so forth organized. Well, you heard it here first, mm -hmm. here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show. Thank you so much, Alex. Absolutely, David. We got some more good music coming your way. Coming right up is Beyonce, Hold Up, from off of her Grammy-nominated album, uh, Lemonade. So just sit back, relax, and we'll be right back with you here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show. Feel right, 
Because it ain't right, especially coming up after midnight. I smell your secrets, and I'm not too perfect to ever feel this worthless. How did it come down to this scrolling through your call list? I don't want to lose my pride, but I'm going to me up a... Know that I kept it sexy, and know I kept it fun. There's something that I'm missing, maybe my head for one. What's worst? Looking jealous or crazy, jealous or crazy. Or like being walked all over lately, walked all over lately. I'd rather be crazy. Hold up, they don't love you like I love you. Slow down, they don't love you like I love you. Back up, they don't love you like I love you. Step down, they don't love you like I love you. Can't you see there's no other man above you? What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you. Hold up, they don't love you like I love you. Slow down, they don't love you like I love you. Let's imagine for a moment that you never made a name for yourself. A master wealth, they had you labeled as a king. Never made it out the cage to like that moving in them streets. Never had the baddest woman in the game up in your sheet. Would they be down to ride now? They used to hide from your lie to you But y'all know we were made for each other So I find you and hold you down Missing say Hold up, they don't love you like I love you Slow down, they don't love you like I love you Back up, they don't love you like I love you Step down, they don't love you like I love you Can't you see there's no other man above you What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you Hold up, they don't love you like I love you And we're back here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show. What you just got finished listening to was Emily Sande, uh, Garden, featuring Jay Electrona and Ain Zion uh, from off of her album, Long Live the Angels. It's a pretty decent album. It's very great, um, actually. I recommend that you get it. It's awesome. Um, and the song before that was Beyonce, Hold Up. From off of her Grammy-nominated album, Lemonade. So right now, we're about to go into the fourth segment, which is uh, Daily Devotionals. So today, um, I am reading from, you know, the same one I read from Wednesday and Monday, The Power of Being Thankful, which is uh, done by uh, Joyce Myers. And this one today is it says uh, living a guilt-free life so it says therefore there is now no condemnation no adjudging 
or guilty of wrong wrongdoing for those who are in Christ Jesus who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh but after the dictates of the spirit Romans 8:1 We are not built for guilt God never intended his children to be loaded down with guilt so our systems don't handle it well at all had God wanted us to feel guilty he would not have sent Jesus to redeem us from guilt he bore or paid for our iniquities and the guilt they caused. See Isaiah 53:6 and 1 Peter 2:24 through 25. As believers in Jesus Christ and as sons and daughters of God, we can be thankful that we have been set free from the power of sin. See Romans 6:6 6, 6 through 10. That doesn't mean that we'll never sin, but it does mean that when we do, we can admit it, we receive forgiveness, and be free from guilt. Our journey with God toward right behavior and holiness is progressive, and only when we stop dragging the guilt from past mistakes along with us will we really make progress toward true freedom and joy. So if you are in agreement with me uh, and what I just read, would you mind saying this prayer, this prayer of thanks with me? Uh, repeat after me, Father, I thank you that I don't have to carry guilt and shame around me, around with me as I go through my life. Help me to let go, let go of my past mistakes and walk in the freedom of your grace and the freedom of your forgiveness. Amen. All right. Well, that was a good word today. So all you have to do is just let go of your past mistakes. I know that I've been a victim of that, uh, you know, carrying my past mistakes with me to my present. But, you know, you got to let it go. You, you can't be so hard on yourself. We are not perfect and we were not designed that way. Otherwise, we wouldn't need God. But the reality is we do need him. So you might as well let go, push forward, allow his forgiveness uh, to set right in your spirit and to just move on with a great mindset and understand that you're going to make some mistakes. You've made some mistakes and you're going to make a lot more. So you might as well get used to it anyways. But understand you are always in his good graces. There's nothing that you can do that'll allow him to turn his back on you. That will allow him to forsake you because he's always there. He loves you. Know that. Understand that. Walk in it. Receive it. And once you've done that, go for it. Your blessing, whatever it is that he has for you, your purpose, your dreams, your goals, those aspirations, go for it because it's in you. He knows it. You know it. So what you waiting for? Get up and go for it. Anyways, we got some more um, good jams coming your way. It is exactly five o'clock. Um, well, 457 to be exact. Um, at the end of each show, I always like to go back to my Christian and gospel roots and uh, spread uh, the word because we are a faith based uh, radio station. We are a faith-based show, and we're not afraid, and we're not ashamed. So coming up, we got Mary Mary, Shackles, Praise You, or a.k.a. Praise You from off of their album, Thankful. So um, just sit back. I may come back uh, just to say a few last words, and we'll be right back with you. All right? Enjoy. Show is hot out here. No, I don't mind, though. Glad to be free.
And we're back here on the David Haynes Afternoon Show. What you just got finished listening to was Mary Mary Shackles, a.k.a. Praise You, from off of their album, Thankful. Well, it's about that time. It is officially 5.01. Um, all I have to say is, you know, continue to be strong and steadfast in God and uh, your faith in him, his word, and uh what he has for you in your life. Um, nothing is impossible when you got God uh, on your side. If God is for you, who can be against you, right? Um, you can you can do it, whatever it is. You can go you can go through it with him and you can succeed with him. Um, yeah, um, that's pretty much all the words that I have for today. Um, we I got one more song left. It's called it's called Trumpets Blow. A single done by uh, one of my favorite gospel artists, Kiara Sheard. And um, I think you'll you'll be a little surprised by this song. It's, it has a sick beat and um, it puts a spin on gospel or Christian music. OK, um, so have a safe and wonderful weekend. I look forward to uh, hearing from you, hearing from my listeners, hearing from you guys. We look forward to hearing from you. Um, make sure that you do write us. We really want to hear from you and engage with you on a transparent basis. Um, so all you have to do is go on the website and write us, uh, write us under the tab of Ask David with, with Jessica Castro and Alex Sanson Gomez, and you will hear your response from us on the air. We thank you so much for tuning in tonight, this afternoon. <laughs> Uh, I get I get it mixed up sometimes. We thank you so much for tuning in this afternoon. Have a safe and wonderful weekend and stay blessed. All right. Here it is. Kiara Shear. Trumpets blow. Um, All right. See you. Shots ring out, everybody running for the door. Now you're on your knees, singing, Lord, please. If you help me get through, I'll raise you for eternity. Slipped in them, flipped up off the road. Ah, ah, ah. Now you're praying, hoping for bright lights. If I make it, God, I swear I'm gonna act right. But I'm good.
Yeah.